The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft Tobacco. The after show, the after show, the after show. Just not going to let that go, huh? Never. Yeah, that hasn't gotten old. It's like it's like his uh, it's like his story of uh, the the quarter all over again. Get out of here! I love that story. It's a great yeah. story. Uh, listen, um, there uh, everybody against tobacco and everything that's going on, and then we bring up um, you know just did this, this show on all the snacks and stuff like that, vegetable snacks, um, things like that that are going on, and um, mushrooms. Mushrooms. We talked about it. That, that California is considering legalizing, or is it? Or is it uh, Colorado. Colorado? Colorado legalizing uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms. Yeah, we got uh, we got some mailbags about that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one mailbag that uh, this guy Brian reached out, and uh, he and I ended up going back and forth on this because. Uh, I thought he was talking about me at first. Turns out he's talking about Barron's. Uh, weed and your misconception, Barron's. I was listening to your after show podcast about your opinions on weed and shrooms, etc. I hate to tell you, but you've bought into the media and what they say happens to you if you smoke. I turned 29 on the 25th of May. I own my own house. Happy birthday. Some land here in Texas, two cars and two Harleys. I'm happily married for 11 years and I have three kids and dogs, etc. I work Monday through Friday from 5 to 3. I'll have you know I've been smoking weed daily since I was 16. If what you say is true about pot smokers, how is it I own everything I listed? And yes, I own everything. I don't pay rent, and my oldest vehicle is a 2011. Oh, and I don't own my own business. I punch a clock every day. Just saying your views are clouded. It's not the drug. It's how you choose to act on it and allow it to affect you. I'm not stupid, nor do I lounge all day like a bum. I typically work my day job and go fix things or cut the grass at home until sun, the sun goes down. All I'm saying is, do your own research before you judge people. First of all, to say, I'm Brian. In, first of all, to say I've been biased by the media is wrong because the media is pro-marijuana. Correct. So, we're, we're so how am I biased by the media? And I'm going to go with my 59 years on the planet with every pot-smoking guy I grew up with and everything that loses that are in there. I'm not going to say it's a it's a 100%. No, there are anomalies like this guy. Yeah, so you actually have a life and whatever. But I promise you, your life would have been better. Maybe you would have two houses now instead of just one. Maybe you'd have two wives. You'd be on your second <laughs> divorce. Is that wrong? Okay. That is Not wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or he'd be so living in Utah with yeah, right. two wives. So yeah. now, Utah. I'm going I'm to take the opposing side to both of you. Big surprise. Yeah. Your happiness 
and, and finding your happiness set point in your life is really what matters, not how much wealth you have, not what society says is successful. So if you are genuinely happy every single day and this is how you live your life and you're happy, I think that you have achieved the most amount of wealth no. you can. So but here's this. He's happy because he's on drugs. <laughs> he takes a drug to make him happy. He takes a drug every day because he's unhappy. When you have to take something every single day to con continue your life, that this becomes a give up coffee addiction. Then. I'm addicted to it. Yeah, I'm addicted a to problem. coffee too. There's a problem with it. I admit it. There's a problem. There isn't a problem when it comes to the cigar because I skip it. Even Ed, who smoked more cigars than I do, we I, skipped it. We skipped well, it. Well, I don't think I had my first one till 6 p.m. One yeah. day, it was horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> the horror. But no, my we biggest my biggest issue with this thing is there's no testing for somebody that's pulled over. You can't do a field sobriety test for marijuana. You can't do a field sobriety test for a mushroom. Yeah. You put those in place, and then I don't have a problem with it. But right now, there's no way to tell somebody's driving down the road high as a freaking kite. Right. Because which, they can't be tested which, on and, scene. And I would like to say to this guy, let's take his child. He has two children. So is he going to uh, encourage his children to smoke dope? Yeah, I'm going to call it dope because I think it makes you stupider than you would. Maybe he would have been a genius. And now he's just an average person that has a house and a car. Well, I think he's thing. above average. If everything that he said in the email is true, I mean, he's a young guy and he's got it going on. He's got everything paid off. He works hard. Can you imagine without adding drugs and alcohol to that mix, and I'll include alcohol into it also, how far more you could be? Or maybe. Not less. Maybe there's something to the benefits of Marijuana to benefits of tobacco. Of, Maybe there's to benefits get you high? of magic mushrooms to get you high of heroin to hallucinate to not be in, of alcohol. in, your, in your state of mind. It's, it's reality. It's ridiculous to, to take the edge off. So you have what's an edge. wrong with that? What's wrong with taking the edge? How off? about not having the edge? Have you ever heard the expression "life sucks"? And then you die? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he wants his life to suck a little less, takes the edge off. So be somewhere else. Makes him happier. It's not making him a better person because he's doing drugs. It's making you a worse person. doesn't make you a better person because you're on drugs. I can't believe we're having a conversation. Am I getting that old that yes. I'm like, holy God. I mean, people are really believing that if you take drugs, you're better off. Well, how many emails came in that was pro our stance that just didn't get printed out? That's the real question. Uh, well, that's, 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 you, that's the you, conspiracy that's theory have, right there. You, you, you're just being lazy because you have the exact amount of access to the emails that come in that right, I but, do. But it's your email you could, account. It goes to it's you forwarded could, to your email account. I am not going to go in and read your. You emails. not only you oh, not only so know not my true. email password. That's so not true. And you could go in, and you're welcome to go in. There's nothing I, that I'm hiding. You've told me that numerous times. But you you have the ability to go in the back end of the Cigar Authority and have done it many times when I'm not getting the emails, and you could read them all yourself. So go ahead. Stop being lazy. Do the research. Lazy like a drug doer. <laughs> and there we go. You just proved That's our right. point. Thank That's you right. very much. <laughs> All right. Brian, I'm with you on this, buddy. Oh, yeah. Crazy. All right. Uh, another email. Come on. Get, get off the dope. About and, this. Uh, <laughs> and, and bring your family up better and, and be, be an example for the other people. The voice that you're hearing right now, Brian, is David, and the other voice is Barron's. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. All right. Cool. Dear Mr. J, submitted through the Contact Us page. Uh, it's been a while since I have written in, but that doesn't mean I haven't been listening. Uh, this week, and this is an older email, on the after show, you guys talked about mushrooms being dis 
decriminalized in Denver, and I've never done mushrooms, but I'm educated enough to know what they are and how they work, both recreationally and medicinally. Uh, I'm not interested in a debate. I agree with you and your view on the matter, but maybe you can ask Barry a few questions for me. I don't have an issue with his opinion, just his logic here. Barry said the government should be providing a safe haven for its citizens, and by allowing or decriminalizing mushrooms, you are not doing that. Cocaine is illegal, but Barry has mentioned many times he had a problem with it in the past. My first question is, why didn't the fact that it was illegal stopping him from using it? How many people have died from cocaine use in the trafficking of it or the war against it? Lots. All while, the, while it was illegal. Yeah, yeah. His safe, haven, his safe haven logic doesn't hold water here. And finally, should he or any other people be kicked out of his government-provided safe haven for admittedly breaking the law and using cocaine? Or maybe New Hampshire state motto has it right, live free or die. With regards from Beijing, the government-provided safe haven. <laughs> so yeah, when I went earlier in my youth, I mean, I've been clean now. I'm 50 years old. I've been clean for roughly 28 years. I did have a little bit of a cocaine issue for about two years of my life i cleaned up i saw the mistake in in, in what it was doing to my life and i quit cold turkey okay. i just you went, did I, not however just for the record i went eating cold turkey no i still <laughs> okay. eat cold turkey very rarely though what I hate about turkey. wild turkey no i'm not a bourbon guy <laughs> yeah. uh but the, the case is like i i saw what it was doing to my life i saw the issues it was creating so let's I get the government on my own. Let's get the government but involved my, as much as possible. But my issue was, you know, mushrooms were made illegal. I think in around 1968 because they couldn't be taxed. They're hallucinogenics. They, yeah. they they make you see things. Do you want to put one person at risk because some idiot decides to take it behind? And, oh, and, yeah, you I know, do. You drinking know too, drinking too much is illegal. I want to put I want to put everybody at risk. If that's how you want to word it and keep the government as out of our lives as humanly possible. Their one job is to... They're, they're bringing it forward by doing it. Say nothing about it. You, illegal, it's not illegal or something. Say nothing. Completely leave it alone, because then the next thing ends up happening. The next thing... And it's not going to be a country you're going to want to live in pretty soon. No, what will end up happening is the people that can't control themselves are going to die off, and a few people are going to go with them, and this is why... This I, is why I'm you afraid, have the police. I'm afraid the mushroom guy is going to be driving down the road and hit my child or hit me. That's my issue. Hit, that's what I'm afraid of. That's I'm not afraid of he's going to die. Well, then, die. You should be, then you should be afraid that someone's going to be cleaning their rifle in the house next to you and it goes off and goes through their house and goes through your house. Uh, are, you okay with, are you okay with the abundance of, of homeless drug users that we have here in the state of New Hampshire living on the streets of Manchester? Or do you want the government to clean that up? No, I don't. I don't want the government involved at all. So you're all right with people living on the streets, taking a dump between two parked cars, like me and my wife and daughter saw two weeks ago. You want the government just to stay out of it and ignore it. So you're pro ACLU. Yeah, it's going to be a. It, it, we have to have laws. We well, have to have laws. That's a far-fetched jump, and, right there. And you know, if you want to say decriminal, de decriminalize it, okay, but. To what, what has happened with marijuana is you've actually opened the floodgates. There's people who never smoke marijuana in their life getting stoned every day, and their life is going downhill because they're saying, okay, it's, it, it's actually ridiculous that I never smoke marijuana. I actually never tried marijuana in my life, and I'm an oddball. I was an oddball when it was illegal. Now it's legal, and it's like, how could you have never tried it before? 
It's, there's actually something wrong with me that I haven't actually tried it. But I don't need any kind of drug to make me stupider hmm. than I am. Well, let me say this. Fair in point. The, in the past, I've done a lot of drugs, drank a lot, and now look where I've ended up as the producer of the right. Cigar Right. This guy used to make six figures a year. He was on top of the world. Right. And now he's the producer in the corner. He can't even see him. It's a cautionary tale. The, the, the issue for me is not about the drugs itself. The issue is the principle keeping the government out. We want the government not to be involved in tobacco, but you're actually pushing for them to be involved in drugs, which means they're going to be involved in tobacco. So speaking of tobacco, this is a cigar show. Oh, this yeah. is the after show. We're talking about cigars. At the same time as we're talking about cigars, Beverly Hills is saying it's illegal to actually sell tobacco in period. Beverly Hills, California, period, to smoke it anywhere. Correct. How crazy is Wait, this? And it always it, starts in California oh, and except, eventually moves. Except the Grand Havana Room, one place, which, by the way, I mean, you've got to be kidding me, that they were actually giving a license to one individual to have the monopoly of the whole thing. How, uh, yeah, this smells no, bad. Is that, that, does, is that wow. a private club? It is not. It's open. It is not. I, I believe you have private membership she, and regular people go to. That, that I couldn't yeah. tell you. The Grand Havana Room. The only way you could go to the Grand Nevada Room in New York was you had to go with a member. Oh, all right. So I don't know how it works well, in California. I've never been there. Uh, but in New York, it, it wasn't open to the public. Because I'd figured they'd at least need that loophole, <laughs> you know, if they're going to leave one of them. What a scam thing that's going on here, boy. Well, it, it stinks to high heaven. Um, and, and to that, I agree with you. Let people... <laughs> A cigar you store. Can't, but you, you go can't into a, separate it. It go, has to be all or nothing. Either the government's not involved or they are involved because they, it's not like they're they're nuanced. They get all in when they're all in. Wouldn't it be interesting to actually do it as a test? Take, take the, the West Coast and say, let them do whatever the hell they want. The East Coast, no, we're going to have laws and we're going to end up doing it. Then look at it 10 years from now. What do you think? Do you think it's going to look different? One's going to look different than the other? It's unconstitutional. You have the right to pursue happiness. If you want to drink as your life away. As long as you don't hurt anybody else. Correct. And at the point that you hurt someone else, the same as I have a right to carry my firearm. As long as I don't go on a shooting spree, when and if I do, people yeah. are going to die. And then You're I'm going to be arrested and put in the chair. In oh, wait, they don't allow that in New Hampshire anymore. I don't know. Just let everybody get stupid and stupid. That's and why, and the question is, why does the government want to allow this to end up happening? Because you're better off stupid. They can get to well, their agenda. They I can think do it's they, money, too. Yeah. Well, of course, it's taxes. Yeah. They found a way to be able to tax oh, mushrooms. Hmm. That's coming. Make everybody stupider. Make everybody. All right, I got. I got one drunk. more, and I, I've got to get through these so that because they, the mailbags are piling up. All this right. is submitted through the contact us uh, page, and Paul writes, "I couldn't drive home fast enough as I listened to this week's after show and had to put it in writing that I agree with Mr. Jonathan. Whoa, I agree with him about twenty five percent of the time, and his uh, one of the times during a week's podcast. But this week he was on fire with his argument about not having more laws or removing laws that criminalize drugs. I'm a conservative Republican." And I have learned over the years that the alleged war on drugs is a waste of time. It is a waste of money being thrown into the court system to put people in jail that have made a choice to enjoy a recreational drug. With the race to increase the smoking age to 21 across the country. What's recreational about it? I don't even like the terminology. Yeah. Recreation. Then outlawed. Uh, we as a society. That's, a re that's re recreation. <laughs> not taking hallucinogenic <laughs> drugs is not recreation. We as a society are pushing out 
at a time when a person can be a responsible adult, instead of telling people what they shouldn't do, we should be teaching teenagers how to be responsible with the choices that they make uh, that will come when they turn 18. I am a believer that the drinking age should be 18 instead of a stigmatizing alcohol. Let's figure out Instead of stigmatizing alcohol, let's figure out how to teach responsibility. Well, I, I was there when... Uh, oh, one more line. Good job, Mr. Jonathan, on the continued support of freedom. <laughs> Barry, Dave, and Ed, shame. Shame. Uh, First of all, he, now he's not a Republican. He's a libertarian. Yeah. I was there and when alcohol was 18, and um, you're talking about kids with new driver's licenses. Mix alcohol with that on top. They're brand new at drinking. It's too. not a guarantee you're going to mix alcohol with it. You teach them responsibility. My parents put wine on the table when I was a kid. It wasn't a big deal. It, would, it doesn't have this allure. But, that, but everybody's but house wasn't like your house. My house, too. We had wine on the table. That wasn't a problem. I still don't drink today. There's also that fear of drinking too much and then getting behind the wheel and getting pulled over and losing your license or getting in an accident. There's right never now, there's been no more, fear about marijuana or mushrooms there is never because been there's more. no way to pull somebody over and go, you're on drugs, you're going in. You're driving to endanger. They can't they test can, it. But there's no, no fear. But they can say you, you were driving to endanger and they can remove you from the vehicle. That's it. I want to remove you from the vehicle. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with you. <laughs> Well, I'm driving the vehicle, so I'll pull it over and we'll remove them. And then you'll say, um, "By the driver. way, I have a light. I have a, a concealed weapon on me, just so you know, officer." I may or may not say <laughs> that. I may or may not say that. We had a conversation with yeah. a, an officer of the law. I've heard. And uh, his thing was, if you tell, tell me, me, if you tell me, I'm probably not giving you a ticket. Which yeah. almost made me sway, but I still say it's none of his damn yeah, business. Yeah, he's not going to give you a ticket. He'll just shoot you preemptively. He's never going to see it. It's never going to come up. Ever. We're going to just deal with the ticket. That's it. How about if he says, you got a taillight out, sir? Can I think that you got to get... In? Okay, I'm going to tell you now. I got the gun. Why didn't you tell me that earlier? Because it was none of your damn business. Case. That's a nightstick, officer. I don't know why you pull out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> tase him. That's it. Why are you tasing me? I haven't even moved from the spot. Don't tase me, bro. What do you mean your camera's broke? <laughs> <laughs> So we're back to uh, you guys are pushing on. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth is what we learned on the after show today. You want the government to stay out of tobacco, but you want them to be as involved because heavily know, as they possibly I had, can I in had drugs. Six, six because cigars the other day, and I got behind the wheel, and I wasn't affected. Exactly. Yeah. Tobacco is not going to put somebody else at risk. Just me. Marijuana Let's, and mushrooms will put somebody else at risk. When the government figures out how to bury the power line so we never have another power outage and they figure out how to fix the roads, which are the two things that they're supposed to do, is deal with the infrastructure of the country. When they get that right... They're about safety. They're supposed oh, to be about Yeah, safety. they're about safety. They're supposed to be. And burying they're not. The, burying the lines won't change it. Yeah, in North Carolina last night, a transformer blew. That had nothing to do with the power lines. It wasn't even a storm. The thing just... Blue from old age. Yeah, I'm sure that the transformer being out in the elements had nothing to do with it blowing. Ah, the after show, the after show, the after show. <laughs> um, okay, um, what do we got coming up? Um, Willie Herrera. We're going to see Willie Herrera this Saturday on uh, from Drew Estates is going to join us, and we're going to smoke his new cigar uh, on the Cigar Authority this Saturday coming. That's it. That's the after show. We'll see you next week with R Willie Herrera and the after show after the show. I can't believe I came back from vacation for this. There we go. You're welcome. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.